Hello and welcome to Gilmore Everything with me, Ariane Larivière. I'm a junk food lover and a Gilmore Girls obsessed punk pop artist. In this podcast, I'll show you how to know yourself better thanks to pop culture references. Because there's a reason we like what we like. We'll talk about my favorite artists to uncover why I love them so much and what's to learn from that. So you can do it too. If you're a pop culture junkie, a Gilmore Girls fan, someone who wants to live a more authentic life, or all of the above, keep listening. Oh, and um, I might swear a little, you know, a reasonable amount. Today, we're gonna talk about Sex and the City, which is fun because I love it so much. It's one of my favorite shows ever, and I'll get right into it. So, it's one of my favorite shows ever because it's so inspiring. Stylistically, it's Wow, <laughs> I'm a stylist, a fashion lover, a fashionista, a fashion enthusiast. And I mean, Carrie is so inspiring. She's my biggest style icon. Her style is really eclectic. It's never the same. She goes from one extreme to another. The stylist for Sex and the City is Patricia Field. She also styled for Emily in Paris and Younger, which are not my favorite shows ever. But, you know, the style is good. It's really good. Um... Uh, but you know back to Sex and the City I'm not going to talk about these shows um, it totally changed a generation of women it showed me so much about life about what we have to do and what we can do and what we can not do and it showed me that I don't have to cook it showed me that I don't have to get married or work or not work and it showed me that I don't have to have children which was completely new at the time I think It really was an eye-opener on all the possibilities there is in the world for so many people. And that's just a really huge deal. Like, I grew up, I started watching um, in the beginning of my 20s, I think. Uh, and I saw that Carrie goes out all the time and she orders in and she never cooks. She says she puts her sweaters in her stove for space because she never uses it which is kind of dangerous because like, I mean, I never cook and I use my oven sometimes, but <laughs> it's probably an exaggeration, but she says that. And it's also the whole lifestyle, you know, the fashion, the going out, the food and New York. Ah, she loves New York. She's just walking around New York. is so romanticized in Sex and the City. It looks so fun. You just want to do it. And even if it's just walking around and I mean... I find that a park is a park is a park and a city is a city, but there's something special about that show. Um, the shopping, the laughing with her friends, the writing all day on her computer. I don't see anything wrong with that lifestyle. As long as you don't hurt anyone, you should live your life however you like. And that's what I learned from Sex and the City. It was a good time in my life to learn these things too. I was 20 and I didn't go on a path that, well... You know, I made mistakes, but I didn't go on a path that I didn't want in life too much. You know, thanks to those shows, there's Gilmore Girls too, where they eat junk food all the time and they don't cook either. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that I was so, it was so ingrained in the mentality of society. Like, women cook. And yeah, I'm pretty sure most people like to cook. So it's not a big deal per se. But if you don't like it, you don't have to, which is amazing and There are other options, for example, that's that's totally random. But right now, with my boyfriend, we order HelloFresh, which is a box that's dropped in front of our door um, every week. There's three meals in in the box for two people, and 
And my boyfriend likes to cook a little bit more than me, so I, I help him a bit. I cut the vegetables. I stir things sometimes. It doesn't take too long. We actually aim to pick the recipes that are not too long, like 25 minutes. And he does most of it. And I just assist with a beer. I, I drink a beer <laughs> and I look at him cook. And so there are options now that make it easier. And if you have help or people you live with, obviously it helps. But no matter what, you don't have to do something you don't want to do. Like the whole having children thing. It's more and more a thing that women decide not to have kids. I think it's great. I think it's amazing. It's also really good for the planet. We are too many on the planet already. That's one of my reasons. I don't really want children, but I don't think I would want kids, even if it wasn't for the environment. Um, but, you know, Carrie at, tw at 38, she thinks about it, you know, for a bit. She uh, she has a thought, <laughs> but she decides not. she decides not to have any. And later in her life, she's 45 at that point or something, and she's with Big. It's in the second movie. They're asked what they're going to do. It's just going to be the two of them, you know, and they get pity looks, sort of. Um, like, maybe not pity. <laughs> some of them, some of the times it's going to be pity. Some of the times it's going to be like, I'm so, I get anxious just thinking about what your life must be like without kids. <laughs> and so Carrie asks big are we enough and and he says babe we're too much or something like that i think he says kid we're too much or something like that he calls her kid it's super cute anyways he means we're too much just the two of us it's way enough we're awesome people just the way we are um none of that that big love story the main love story of the whole show. In the first movie, she says she was looking for something big. And then we see him. She calls him big and it's it's just so cute. I like... It's like she got her big, big love story. It wasn't always easy, but it was big. And yeah, maybe you don't need kids when you have that big love story and you have a cool lifestyle and you love your life, basically. Even if you don't have a big love story, if you love your life, maybe you don't need kids. And I th yeah, that's what I think. Another human, you don't need to create another human. You can create, Carrie creates books. She creates articles. She, you know, just writing for fun too can be enough if that's good for you. And she has her relationship with her friends and that's all enough as well. Um, we're enough as we are. So maybe you want kids for many reasons. It's wonderful. But if you don't, it's not going to make life better. It's going to it's not going to fulfill you. It's not that you're missing a part. Carrie is... That's something to talk about. Carrie is not most people's favorite character. They find her... I don't know what. I don't care what they think. But she's my favorite because she's so romantic. It's that thing she wanted. A big love story. She was looking for something big. There's the whole New York is her boyfriend or her lover. I don't remember what term she uses. But... So at some point she's talking with a guy and he's saying that he doesn't like New York. And she says, well, I'm going to go. I don't want to talk shit about my boyfriend or I don't want to be with someone who's talking shit about my boyfriend. And she leaves. And it's so cute. You know, she goes out alone to the movies. She goes to restaurants alone. She's just on a date with her favorite city. And it's so cute. And I find her vision of life so fun. I think some people think she's immature and irresponsible. But, you know, she's just breezy. She's just a happy person overall. And she's smiley and she's nice. And she says hi to people. And 
I relate to her so much. She gets away with it. She gets away with the the immaturity and the irresponsibility. Um, there's that episode where she realizes that she spent forty thousand dollars on shoes and she has some. She has nowhere to live. <laughs> but I mean, did she have fun during those fifteen years where she bought forty thousand dollars worth of shoes? Yes, she didn't own an apartment during those years. But then she figures something out. She finds a way to buy her her, her apartment an apartment, her apartment, and I really don't see anything wrong with that. Um, I think the priority should be more on fun more often, and we put so much pressure on ourselves to be, like, mature and legit and organized, and it's, it gets boring. I like that about her a lot, and I'm I'm actually learning that from my boyfriend these days. He's really much like that as well. And it's fine. He doesn't get in trouble. Like, you don't get in trouble from forgetting to pay something on time or and stuff like that. It's just, it's going to be fine overall, you know. And you can figure things out. You can apologize. You can get back on track later. But, um, yeah, live your life, basically. That's kind of how, of how I live my life also. I don't want to take myself too seriously like Carrie. That's what she does. She doesn't take herself seriously and that's how she manages to make silly moves or take silly decisions or, you know, she's going to choose a $400 pair of shoes over a meal. <laughs> and I recognize myself in that. I used to come to Montreal and be in love with Montreal when I was a teenager and I wasn't living here yet and I was dreaming about it. And so when I would come, I'd only have pocket money my parents would have given me, you know, and... So maybe I had, or maybe I had started babysitting or something, whatever. So I didn't have much money, but I was coming here and I was skipping on dinner so I could buy more clothes. And she says stuff like that all the time. And I relate so much. I'm not saying skip dinner, you know, I'm just saying don't take yourself too seriously and choose your passions and your obsessions over reality, over boring stuff. If you're late for a payment once in a while, it's not that big a deal. Being too responsible is not the way to happiness, is my point. I think we should all live our lives where we don't take ourselves too seriously, romanticizing as much as possible, and and where we have more fun. And I don't see anything wrong with that at all. It's just things to laugh at also. You know, you can laugh at it afterwards when you figure something out, when you figure out a way out, when you go out of your of the little discomfort that it brought on. Um you know, it's not a big deal, basically, is is what I'm saying. And I feel like that's the whole, not the whole point of the show, but the the main message is live your life and be happy with who you are. I see them having a lot of fun. That's what I remember from the show. Not the heartaches, not the bad dates. That's, that's what I get out of the show. So <laughs> there's a lot of things you could say that's wrong with Sex and the City. I've seen angry YouTube videos saying that, something's wrong with the show whatever I don't even pay attention anymore I don't I know right away what they are these they're just angry people making videos I'm trying to do the opposite of that and so when I watch something even if I don't love it kind of like Emily in Paris and Younger I watched the whole thing and I was watching for the clothes I was watching for the outfits I was watching because the stylist is Patricia Field um I mean I'd follow her to the end of the world <laughs> since I know that she did the styling in Sex in the City I want to know whatever she does so I follow her on social media 
I want to get her book. She had a book coming out lately or it's coming out soon. Um, and yeah, I watch everything that she does basically. And so I'm not going to tell you what I think about those other shows because I don't, I didn't like them. You make up your mind uh, or you go watch those angry YouTube videos about those shows if you want. Um, I mean, maybe some of them are even funny. Like if the person is kind of a funny bitch, it's like, you know, some people are funny bitching. So it might work. But my thing is, if it's not good, we shouldn't talk about it. And if it's good or if something is... Um, something of it is good that, that we can talk about that and that's more positive and fun I think so cutie pie I hope you enjoyed today's analysis I would love to hear from you is this a show that speaks to your soul too have you gone through an analysis of a favorite artist of yours lately Contact me on Instagram, comment under the episode on Substack or reply to one of my emails and let me know. Otherwise, as I'm talking to you here, the month of July is coming to an end and so is the Clarity theme. If you enjoyed this episode, you can go back and listen to the previous one as well and subscribe to my Substack for more clarity-inducing content, exercises, powerful questions, affirmations and great ideas to get to know yourself better. The links you need are all below. That's it for me, cutie pie. I'll talk to you very soon for another episode. Okay, bye!